Previously on the Redbeard Chronicles. Is that Chrome? Commodore. Say, I'm heading to Presidian. Well, if you're strapped for money, I mean, you're welcome to come on. I can give you a discount. Are you looking to get mugged? Really need to get out of here. You look at your wand splitting open, and you can see like a shell of some kind of insect sprout out, and then a wing start to flap. This creature reaches out its larger claw and like scoops up uh, Sasha as she's screaming. It's like straight up King Kong level stuff. And just like... I'm gonna like yell like, No! you see this happen and run towards her as you are running closer you see this mechanical crab like creature shift sideways and lunges its smaller claw towards you what do you do um i guess i will try to dodge it because i don't (laughs) know what this thing is okay you're gonna dodge Yes. Okay, so we're going to roll a dexterity uh, save against me. I always get the first roll of the session. You do! Just Something that seems stilted in that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to make another death throw, Ashley? <laughs> we come back. So and a brick falls from the roof and hits Sasha in the face. <laughs> you That's said just plain dexterity, right? Yes. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> Are you winning, it's a son? Five. <laughs> uh, that does not beat it. So uh, wait, do I get a proficiency in that? I don't remember. Um, Did you use your dex saving throw? Yeah. No, it wasn't a saving throw. I, it was a saving throw. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's a saving throw. throw. It's a saving oh, throw. Yeah. Sorry. Well, then it's a seven, but it's not much better. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. <laughs> um, in that case, what? It's been it's it's been a while since <laughs> you stole since my lines. <laughs> uh, what what is your AC? What? Thirteen. Okay. <laughs> you take he stabs me. <laughs> you take uh, one point of bludgeoning damage, and you are now grappled as this thing just uh, straight up claw arms you and retracts you back into its body. And it's looking at its right claw and its left claw, and just starts like scurrying down towards, uh, back towards the tavern. You both have no idea what's going on. And I'm like enclosed in clothes. Yeah, it is right? dark for you. Uh-huh. Like the only thing that you see is the glowing of the uh, powdered essence on your lap and uh-huh. in your hand. It is up to you if you want to look in there or if you want to try to get out. You might need your hands. Uh, yeah, because I, I don't have a wand right now, right? Right. So it is 
destroyed. Okay. I'll look at it. Okay, so when you open your hands, you see this insect-like creature that has a metallic, almost glowing-like shell around it. Uh-huh. Essentially is a, in the shape of a scarab. Okay. Uh, it starts crawling around your hand, and then it goes up your sleeve. Oh, okay. And then you see, you feel it like crawl out uh, near your shoulder, and it's just staying there. Okay. Uh, you can feel it, it goes into your skin. It goes, <laughs> it goes through your eyeball. We're not doing uh, the mummy here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can feel that it's gripped on. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not afraid of you at all. Okay. So, with that, uh, you have low light, five foot vision. Okay. With its glowing uh, essence. Okay. In. Like, I'm guessing it's not a very big enclosed sort of thing, no, is it? No, you probably could get on your knees and, like, be, like, your waist up height, uh-huh. but you could not stand up okay. at all. Um, imagine, like, um, a trout, like a backhoe okay. shape. That's pretty yeah. much all it's you're a, in. It's enclosed. Yeah. 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 Okay. And I definitely know I'm in metal, right? This yes. is basically you in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, that's what I was thinking. (laughs) I'm a dad. I can make those jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, I, I'm not, I'm just going to kind of like feel around a little bit. Can I feel that we're moving? Yeah. Okay. It's kind of hard for you to keep your balance because you feel this like lunging feeling because this thing has six legs. So it's just... Well, is it's, it, it's a bumpy ride. Yeah. Is it like smooth metallic inside? So there's probably not that much grip. Yeah. Either. So you just yeah. I'm, I'm basically like sliding <laughs> around, sloshing around. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that's just kind of trying to like feel around a little bit, just okay. trying to keep my balance. You do hear the like subtle. It's almost muffled, but you do hear Diana just like struggling on the outside. <laughs> wanker! <laughs> Unhand me, you wanker! <laughs> Angry British noises. <laughs> so if you don't want to do anything, you can you can wait, or you can try to... You Are you doing, like, a feeling? Like, what are you feeling for exactly? You're trying to Just, find, like, a weak point? Or? Yeah, like okay. a crack of some sort, maybe, okay. or something. So go ahead and give me a investigation. Investigation! Um, uh, ten. Um, the only thing you feel is there is a joint connected at the claw like where the flap is oh like where it's closed at yeah. okay but that's it okay this thing from just feeling and with your intelligence it's probably roughly two inch thick like iron okay okay there's nothing else no nope. i will Mm-mm. give it on to diana as you are now grappled uh, you can give me a strength to try to get out, or if you want to use something else, uh, let me know. Your arms are free. You're gripped at your waist. So, like, you're just flailing your legs and your arms are available. But Just ragdogging. Yeah. yeah. 
as you are like yelling your British insults, <laughs> uh, you do realize you are making quite the scene, and not because of only you, but the fact that there is this like truck-sized crab just running down the streets, and everybody is watching. Um, you see some guards. Some of them are watching, and the ones that were chasing after you, um, you pass them, and they are like knocked out and laid against a building. Um, I'm just gonna be like, yeah, just stand there and watch! (laughs) (laughs) You are heading towards this huge plume of smoke. You can hear the sound of, like, splitting wood and fire. Like, this, this small, like, shanty tavern has turned into this horrible city fire. If there's nothing you want to do, you can just accept it, and we can go to Krom. I, I think the only way of getting out of the claw would be to roll extremely well. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Roll. <laughs> I'm also afraid of what happens if he drops me mid-stride. So. <laughs> also valid with she's, all its pointy she's, legs. She, she doesn't like it, but I think she... She it realizes that struggling out is probably just as bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm in, like, a little enclosed space, and most of my spells don't do well in enclosed spaces. Or they're electric. Do it! <laughs> I can do imagine it. that. Shock the crab really and die. Well. <laughs> I mean, I do have Thunder Wave. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Which, it, it doesn't do... It doesn't do like electric damage, no, it does it thunder damage, thunder which damage. I think is slightly it's different. Sound. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just call it sound damage then. <laughs> sounds dumb. It's, yeah, because thunder <laughs> sounds that makes so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> so as you approach closer, Crumb, um, you are bringing Tim into Lady Harmony, which the hatch of the front is open. Um, you calm Tim down and get him in. In the uh, the wagon. Yeah. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole yeah. thing will fit in there. Um, it's a tight middle. fit. Like with all of you in there, it would be very cramped because you're in the the, the lower half of the ship. Right. Um, as as he as um uh, as the commodore, <laughs> as the commodore is letting you in, he's like directing you how to bring Tim in and all that and he's standing near a lever um, and he looks off in the distance and he sees his companion running this way and he looks at you and he goes alright hold on tight son and he like flips this large lever and you feel the floor below you lift up you're actually on an elevator system Oh. and he's lifting you upward into the top of the ship and as he's lifting, you see him like looking around at shelves, and he grabs this, uh, like, flask, large flask that very crudely writes in large. And he's just like, that bastard? And he's like looking at uh, the crab, and he like throws the bottle down. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon Saucy. as it clicks into place, yeah. you see this large mechanical crab just run inside. And then you see it shut. Um, you see some guards like coming towards you, and before you even get a chance, the Commodore is already on top side, and you hear him like shifting gears and backing up as fast <laughs> as he can. 
Okay. <laughs> Tim is very uneasy about all this. Yeah. So I think I think with things moving now, I'd probably try to get Tim unhooked from the wagon and then try to be like blocking the wheels so it's not like shifting while we're inside of Lady Harmony. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just imagine beep, 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 like really fast. <laughs> like the backing <laughs> <Right>. up sound. <laughs> Except he's going like 30 miles an hour yeah. as a beep, 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 um, as you guys are inside, it's very dark limb, dim lit. Uh, it's just hanging like lanterns, and they're swinging very violently. <laughs> um, you see the the crab unleash his l- larger claw, and then as he's like letting you out gently, he looks at Diana and this quickly lets go and <laughs> drops. <laughs> <laughs> Deflated British sounds. <laughs> um, as you are trying to assess where you are, and you hear the Commodore just calling out commands to Crom, like where to tie off and stuff, as he's also driving, <laughs> you hear this arcane sizzling sound, almost like pop rocks. And you look over at the giant mechanical crab and he is actually dissolving and shrinking. And he goes down to about a foot in size. (laughs) So he's actually a little tiny crab. Yeah. (laughs) As he's like quickly running up the ladder, you see him pass a bottle and it's spinning and it says enlarge <laughs> on the bottle. The drunk crab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at this point, you hear the Commodore swing his head down to the lower hatch and he says, Well, hell there, Lee. Well, hell there. Where the hell is he what? So how's that accent coming? Yeah. Idea? One month away, and I, it's ruined. <laughs> <laughs> speak, speak southern gibberish. <laughs> Whatever you say, Commodore. Would you be so kind as to flip that lever over there, please? And he's pointing at a lever of ones down, and like there's four or five other levers. It's very Frankenstein switch <laughs> situation. Um, he's just pointing in that general direction. Which one of you wants to go flip it? I guess I will. Okay. So he's just like, uh, yeah, it's the, it's the last one on the left. And you see it's marked, um, incognito. (laughs) So as you flip it, you see the side panels that actually have like these like legs sticking outward. It flips out and it, the panels start turning and you see the lady harmony and it flips or it flips around and then it just says a boat and it puts it back (laughs) nailed it (laughs) like changing the license it just says a a boat boat. like not even like a different boat name just i wonder what that's about (laughs) (laughs) as soon as you flip it for um, give me a, a perception, both of you, and let's see if you can see outside the boat before it, it covers back up. 19. 19? 19. 13. Okay, so... Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
I'll give it to you too, Diane. Uh, you, you didn't just... hit your face on the window this time. Congratulations. <laughs> As those panels were flipping, you could actually see outside. And you see that you're running towards the opening of the crater. Um, and just for a second, Sasha, you could see that there's a body of water, like a lake ahead. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he's going full force towards that water. Okay. Um, it seems like nobody's following. <laughs> they got fooled. <laughs> so as soon as uh, you guys sit down or, or try to brace yourselves, you feel this like weird momentum of like you hit this water so hard and you can feel that you're floating. And for a second, it's really soft and then it starts picking up speed and then it comes to a calming halt. At this point, you hear footsteps going down the ladder and he it's the Commodore and he just like nods to you. He's just like, well, that was a... Uh, that, that was interesting, wasn't it? And then he flips the lever and brings down Crom and Tim. Well, I, I say we just uh, lay low for a little bit. <laughs> and we're just like... <laughs> just staring at him. <laughs> well, I'm hungry. And he's like goes over to this box and it's just full of apples. And he's like throwing it to everybody. And they're a little old and probably dusty. Just check for worms. Is there like a bucket or something around? Oh, like a tin bucket? Yeah. That I can throw up in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Sasha runs over and just starts puking <laughs> in the bucket? <laughs> yeah. I will go over to uh, Sasha and kind of like hold her hair. Comfort her. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. Not everybody's used to to the water, you know, getting seasick and all. Well, lake I, sick. I doubt it's just the water. <laughs> well, I that escalated tremendously. I didn't think it was going to get that far. Um, I mean, I did kind of warn you to not flash around all your money inside of a pub, but, but I, I didn't. I didn't start the fire. I just aided the fire. I made it bigger. It started somewhere else. I'm pretty sure. Because of you. Hey, that old guy took a bottle to the other people and said we did it. That's an absolute lie. Pretty sure you flashing your money started it. Listen, we can point fingers all day long. But that's really not going to solve anything now, is it? What we do need to figure out is when the next ship meant of the portal is going to be. It's on a schedule. We can't just go through it. And since you two are kind of wanted, <laughs> hey, they never saw my face. And they never really saw Krom. They just see us walk out. Like, we were innocents. They saw you running from the law. He's really in the know for somebody who was not there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. We... And he, like, uh, pulls his crab, like, out of his, like, pocket, like, and starts, like, crawling around him. We have a, we have a connection. It's a bond, uh, you, you really can't describe it. It's man's best friend right here. <laughs> At this point, you can start to see that the sun is setting. It's actually quite 
calming and very um very relaxing out here in the water there's other boats on here as well um as the night starts to hit the stars actually reflect off the water very clearly and then you see below that there's some crystal-like shards that start emanating a glow but you are like miles deep in the earth the realization that Presdian is within a day rather than a possible month is within your grasp it's very expensive though and even though the commodore is giving you a cut it's it's hefty what was it again uh i believe it was a hundred gold for the group See, total for down. him is 500 yeah i have i have that wrote down okay but i don't have like how much he was asking us Oh, yeah, so it was a hundred, okay. which would take pretty much. It was like we have three months of uh, back pay for like our expenses, and that would take two months worth to go through. So it would basically be the same cost as just traveling there. Really, it's a month to travel via cart, and yeah. he's be, he'd be taking two months worth of pay. Uh, I'd like to call a group huddle, please. <laughs> <laughs> the Commodore starts coming in. I'll stretch his arms. Um, I'm gonna, like, push him away. <laughs> I, I get it. I, I, I'll give you some privacy. And he, like, flips the lever, and uh, you guys all go up back to upside. Okay. I'll just be down here! <laughs> Hang it up! Trump, how much do you actually trust this guy? Well, he helped me get up from the south. He seems to be very trustworthy. I don't know. I know he did just save us, but he also kind of put us in this predicament in the first place. Well, at least if he put us in the predicament, he got us out of it. Yeah, but how much are we willing to pay to get to Presdian sooner rather than later. We could try to negotiate. I th I think we should go. But a hundred is a little steep. But it is better than the five hundred. The Commodore like, has been so pretty reasonably reasonable, so I think we could strike a deal with him if we wanted to. If we decide to try to negotiate, I think it's better if I don't, because I'm kind of upset right now, and I don't think I'm in the best of mind for that. However, Sasha, I know you really need to get to Presdian, and if you want to go there sooner rather than later, I'm willing to put down the cost. But if we can strike a better deal, then I'm for it, for sure. I can try to talk to him about it. I will assist as well if I can. Okay. Is there a lever to go back now? 
Oh, sorry. Need. So he's been listening the entire time. It's <laughs> <laughs> like stamp twice, like. Uh, yeah, you hear the Commodore like respond back to you, <laughs> and the platform goes down. Then you see him like back up, like it's further away from the platform, like he's just bent over in the corner. <laughs> well, what do you uh, what do y'all talk about? We we would like to join you into going to Presidian. That's well, all right. But we do feel the hundred is a little. Uh, he just has this like almost intimidating blank stare towards you for a solid six seconds. He's like, "Well, then we should just bargain." Then I'm a bargaining man myself. I'm sure we can come to an agreement. Because we did get in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Yeah, you guys should really take care of, you know, staying away from the law. Start obeying the law a little more. That would probably help. But who am I to judge? Well, what do you have in mind? And he's, like, pulling out stools. And, like, one of them's, like, got this, like, weird, like, oil stain on it. And he's, like, rubbing it. And then he like takes that stool for him, and then he gives you the cleaner one. <laughs> well, why do you want to go to President so like urgently? Like, what is so special about President? I have my reasons. Maybe you could warm my heart, make me feel like you have this this reason, like like the gods are giving you some reason to be there. Well, it my father went to school in Presidian and they only have the trials three times a year and the trials are happening in less than a month, a little bit less and I did not want us to travel and wait for the next trials if possible trials then huh? I've watched those. Pretty dangerous stuff. Are you ready for that? I mean, my wand hatched, so I do need a new wand. And that is generally a good time. So as you're saying that, your scarab kind of like crawls from out your shirt and starts going onto your hand. And uh, he like flips his like... um, pulls out like these goggles and puts it on and they start telescoping out and he's like looking it over there's a lot of energy in here must be worth a lot of money I wouldn't show everybody that even more than me showing this platinum <laughs> but with this you'll need a wand at least to even participate in the trials I need to go to Presidian for a wand as well well, let me sleep on it. Come up with a better deal. The next opening is uh, tomorrow morning. At least from my calculations. I have to go in town to find out for sure. How about a night on the town, Carl? Probably like look over at Sasha and be like, is it okay? <laughs> 
Like, kind of give one of those looks, like, do you need me here? <laughs> Like a little, like, puppy dog, like, please, can I go? <laughs> Is that okay? I, do, you, do you have need of me here? I think we'll be okay on the ship. I will accompany you. Sounds good. And before you know it, you feel the ship uh, beach. Well, perfect timing. A boat. <laughs> uh, the front door opens, um, and you realize you're on the beach side. Don't worry, we'll be back. Just take care of my ship. It is the only one I have. And uh, him and Krom start heading off. So, Sasha, as you kind of stand there thinking about like everything that's going to happen, like if you do go, you're going to Prezian, you're ahead of schedule almost like than you thought trials are soon by your calculations you know that they happen every three months so you could potentially get into this one instead of waiting three months away um as you're walking around just kind of thinking about this diana's there she's raising her hand wouldn't it be every four months if it only happens three times yes. a year <laughs> Four months. Maybe, maybe my world, there's 13 months in a year. <laughs> that would still happen. DM times. just made a faux pas and then made rules to change it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would be every four months. Maybe that's because it's named Swedish Fish Day. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Swedish Fish Day, yeah. Wolfen's Day. Guys, we are twelve months or twelve episodes in. We still haven't figured out what the day is. Wolfen's Day. And then now you're throwing in what my name is. No, stop. (laughs) Poor DM. Um, Sasha, as you're walking around, uh, you see there's like two doors on the lower half like that lead to somewhere else you haven't fully explored the place you just kind of stayed in the main hall Mm -hmm. and then there's the ladder that goes up and the uh elevator system that is open at the time yeah so if you wanted to go explore while you're pondering no i'll go talk to diane oh okay where are you diane were you on the platform too She's just standing uh, there. Like we yeah. we turned around, and just didn't face like, her. Like <laughs> I think, I think I would have like kind of stuck around and like listened to their conversation, like topside, kind of like what the Commodore did with us. Yeah. But as soon as like uh, the Commodore and Crom decided to leave, I'd probably go to like the edge of the boat and kind of like lean on the edge, just look at, look out at the water. So, um. You at this point you kind of know how to use that elevator system if you mm-hmm. want to close it up. And up there, it's not like once that's down, there's like no walkway around. It's kind of just a cargo hold situation. Uh-huh. So there's edges to walk around and stuff like that. So okay. if you left it down, it is functional up there. Yeah. Um. Just imagine like Tim and the carriage, big, of the cargo. Okay. So, yeah. Obviously, he uses this for shipping things who knows what but... <laughs> shipping things 
It's a don't ask, don't tell policy. <laughs> right. <laughs> what crates? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like cynical. <laughs> I don't see anything. <laughs> so you're going up top? Yeah. All right. Are you closing the elevator or not? Are you leaving that down? I'll leave it down. Okay. I'm pretty sure Tim would love that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you see, sec? No. <laughs> 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 So you see uh, Diane just leaning on the um, the bow of the ship, looking outward. Um, there's other boats out there, it's very small, like dinghies with like very small sails, just passing through. It looks like people are fishing. Um, you see a couple of them like jumping in the water with big nets. Mm-hmm. Who knows what they're doing? I. Diane? Yeah. I... I don't want to overstep any bounds by asking to go to Presidian quicker like that. I... I mean, it makes sense. I mean, instead of rushing to get there to meet your deadline, uh, it's easier just to go this way. And uh, uh, it's it's no big deal. I mean, we all were kind of wanting to go that way anyway, so it kind of benefits everybody to get there quickly. Yeah, because I'm I am already nervous about doing it, and I didn't. I would rather get it done and over with because I'm more doing it for my father because it's something he wanted to see me do um because he he keeps saying it's like a family tradition that we go and we do this and he graduated from presdian and you know his father graduated from presdian and he n- never told me that but I think he would like that if I did and I I just want to try and make him proud and I don't think that he doesn't he's just he's always wanted me to go out and do things and I've always been at home yeah. I uh I understand wanting to make your father proud. I do. Um uh so we definitely need to get going <laughs> the sooner the better. Um I I want you to be able to do that for your father. Um so don't worry about the cost. Um whatever we end up deciding on we'll we'll get there i promise thank you uh diane i just i do want to apologize what happened back there i i would never purposely try to hurt you or harm you and it's just seeing you down on the ground like that it just i got so scared and i just i just wanted to get rid of those 
bloody goblins. <laughs> um, so I just, um, I do apologize for everything. I know, and it, it wasn't, it was a lot of things that were going on. I don't, I don't blame you for any of that. And I think that it did help in a way that I do have you there and Krom to help when things are a little bit rougher. I definitely feel very lucky finding you guys on this grand adventure. And then I'm just gonna hug. It's time for a hug. Yeah, we hug. <laughs> So, <clears throat> okay, the Commodore and Crumb set off um, for a little while, and they're heading towards the gate. As he's walking, he's just kind of strutting, taking his time. He has his hands behind his head, just kind of taking in the breeze. And That's such an anime thing. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God. <laughs> he's got like a little piece of grass sticking yeah. out of his mouth. Yeah. We talked about it enough, so... <laughs> uh, he pulls from his belt, like, um, he has a small, like, holstered flask, and he's taking a drink from it, and you see him blow out this, like, blue flame for a moment, and then he hands the flask to you. Polite pass. It is uh, a bit strong. I already know the schedule of the, the gate. I'm just giving them some time. They seem like they needed to talk things out. So I'm just killing time if you want to go anywhere. So we didn't really need to leave the ship? Not really. No. <laughs> uh, at this point, you see the, the old man that started the fight back at the tavern. He's like looking towards you and he realizes who you are and he runs right up to you. He runs up to the Commodore, and uh, he has this, like, small purse of coin. He hands it to you, and the Commodore is just, like, cut, and he's like, no, 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 don't come near. And uh, he was like, well, thank you, kind citizen. I must have dropped this at the tavern. Thank you for retrieving it. Commodore, was that all just an elaborate setup? What? I all right, well, I didn't know you were going to be here. It was actually a side job, though. I'm in, I'm in a business where they are insured for money. And so happens an accidental crime happens at the building and burns down, and then they can get paid out for a new building. We're part of insurance fraud. <laughs> so you made me and my companions accessories to this crime? I wouldn't say accessories. You were just... we. I wasn't even involved. 
So I'm still holding the money sack, right? <laughs> Does it feel pretty, like, decently hefty? Yeah, it's probably... If you... It, it could be, like, 100 gold, roughly. Like, just by weighing it. <laughs> like, uh... Just, here's our payment. <laughs> I believe you have our payment for the travel. <laughs> roll a roll an intimidation. Intimidation! God damn it. <laughs> You really gonna have to do this I'm, shit right away. I have no <laughs> say in this roll. Role. His first roll is intimidation. <laughs> Thank you for being so sing song about it. <laughs> God damn it! It's a five. <laughs> so yeah, you you uh, you give him a very stern fatherly look, like. <laughs> Like he's done wrong. Yeah. Well, I I understand. And from one friend and another, how about we just consider it an IOU? You pay me back later. In what amount? A favor. No more crimes. Dead? No, no. <laughs> I. No more schemes. I. No. I I don't do that. I. Just deal with the wrong people sometimes. Cross my heart. I'll hold you to it. Well, we're here. And you realize you're at the gate. And you're standing there. Nobody's there. It's shut down for the day. This thing is massive. It's got this like coppery gold um, metal-like construction. It's got two platforms on the left and right. Uh, there's like a control tower almost there. Um, Can I put my hand on the ring? Yeah, this thing's huge. Like, they don't have it like gated off or anything. No, there is some guards there and they're watching, but it's shut down so they don't. Yeah. Um, it's lit by um torches, like fire baskets and stuff around. And then who created these these great wonders again? So. This, it, I don't think you guys really learned about. We just we just know they're left over from the war, but mm-hmm. outside of that, we don't know who made them. If yeah. it's part of like the the history of the land that we know, or if it's like hidden knowledge, Cause I, I don't know. Because Minotaurs assisted with building the these sepulchers, sepulchers yes. but not necessarily the art like artifacts within them. Correct. Yeah. A lot of them were already pre created from centuries you know they're just too dangerous they're they're artifacts from way back when up to right like when the war kind of started and they Mm -hmm. were just dumping things in there to keep them away from the hands of people so that it would just it was a control thing right i i think just as you know for for crom coming from that like stone mason sort of yeah line that like he would respect the craftsmanship and the wonder of the the scale of this yeah like what it would take to actually build something like this yeah this this is like a really big deal especially like because just an engineering standpoint (coughs) because you could i mean this this thing is built for you know lots of travel Mm -hmm. um it's not just like four people on a platform walking through this thing is huge Mm -hmm. um 
as you're kind of like appreciating it for a moment, you actually hear some steam boiling up and the guards are kind of at alert and they're looking towards you like you did something and the, the ring starts shifting and it's dialing in something and they're like running around trying to, to shut everything off because it's like an unexpected thing. And for a glimpse, the ring flashes bright white and you don't even get to see like it open up and see where it came from. And the only thing that comes out is this owl and then it shuts off and you see this owl circling around and it lands on the platform right in front of you and it's just looking directly at you what color is the owl it's um it's what color is it Drew? what sort of owl is it <laughs> i don't know it's talking like barn owl what snowy what? Owl. you tell me crumb <laughs> i don't know what to... do we need to look up owl breeds i feel like we need to look up i, w- owl I would say it's more of a barn owl it's got yeah. the white face yeah with, oh, okay. with just the black eyes there. yeah so it's kind of yeah okay um it is quite large though it's not normal bird size it's kind of like a dire owl oh yeah. So it's like almost as big as Crumb. Well, nah. I would say for the, his size, the, yeah. yeah, it it would be like his torso. Size. Yeah. Like, like think condor, like yeah. you know, like not yeah. not the size of like a normal hawk, but it's it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. So in our standards, it would probably be like an owl that's the size of a vulture. Okay, <laughs> like it's it's bigger. Okay, you look at it and it's got something gripped in its uh, claws. Mm. And it kind of like walks towards you and lets go. Mm-hmm. And you see this large bear tooth and it dropped it in front of you. Mm. And then it takes off and it's just circling in the air. I think I'd pick the bear tooth up. Okay. As you're looking it over, you realize it is like quite large for a bear tooth and it. It looks eroded, like it's infected. Like it has something wrong with it. Um, When you're holding it for a second, your vision um, phases out. And you get this vision of you standing within this large forest. And you see these pillars with animal-like creatures carved into it. And you're surrounded there, and then you see this like large creature trying to attack you and then your vision comes back well that was weird right every time i'm near you something weird happens Mm. (laughs) you you realize your vision's been out for a bit Mm -hmm. and the commodore is talking to you but he's at the guards and he's like paying them some gold (laughs) so some time has passed yeah So is he done paying the guards? Yeah, and... they're like walking off. <laughs> well, I just gave them a a little treat to not talk about this. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. We should probably return to the ship. Yeah, I, I would say. Yeah. Well, come on. He's like walking and you realize uh, his pet crab is like crawls out of his like side pouch that he, he's carrying and is running ahead and... Uh, Commodore's like skipping rocks off the ground and the crab's catching him, bringing him back and he's playing fetch, fetch while you're walking. 
I think I'd probably just keep the the tooth in my hand and just kind of it's like my thoughts are kind of focused on that mm-hmm. at the moment. You think that was one of them premonitions? It was certainly something. Well, I thought it was horseshit what you talked about previously, but maybe it's real. <laughs> it certainly seems that way. Well, my ship's here. It's not on fire. I thought that was going to happen for sure. You know, vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> everything's in order. You you stay with good people. Good people, Crumb. The best. I say we sleep on the ship tonight. That would probably be for the best. Since you made us accessories to a crime. <laughs> <laughs> so you say that as soon as you walk into the ship and you, you both hear that too. <laughs> what? Don't. I'm sorry about the tavern thing. All right. Na- nature's a fickle thing it just it happens whatever well i would offer you know a bed at this lovely establishment in called my ship but i only have one so and he opens the door and it's like his room and you see this like scroll of like uh illustration of like a half naked tiefling and he's like rolling it up <laughs> I don't look at that stuff. I'm really glad I didn't go exploring now. <laughs> good night, Commodore. <laughs> well, good night. And if you need anything, the walls are very thin, so I can hear you. So just whisper my name. Lord, it's cloudy. I've been Welcome back, everyone. I'm so glad that you were patient while we were on our break. We're so glad to be back and playing. I'm Ashley, and I play Sasha here on the Redbeard Chronicles. I hope everyone had a good holiday, and I hope that you stick around for some more amazing things that are going to happen. As always, you can find us on Facebook at Uncontrollably Fine or on Twitter at UncontrollFine. We always love hearing from all of you guys, and right now we are actually running a giveaway for fan art. So draw us your favorite character or moment, whether they were mentioned or introduced fully, and just email us at uncontrolled.fine at gmail.com. The giveaway ends on January 27th, and we draw the winner on our Facebook and on Twitter on January 30th with the reveal of the official artwork of the characters. And remember, no matter when you're listening, it is good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Bye!